do you do? Mr. Carl Lemley feels it would be unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. Back to your coffin, Carl. We are about to unfold the story of the Shudcast. These poor souls who sought to create a horror show after Shudder's own image without a reckoning from the internet. Tis one of the most unsolicited shows ever recorded. It deals with the two great mysteries of fandom, good-hearted commentary and fun. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify those concerned with brand image. So, if any of you feel you would not care to subject your senses to such a podcast, now's your chance to... Um, well, they'll probably be warning us. Our opinions are our own, yes. And we truly love you, Shudder. I mean, Master. So my, my cousin, he used to torment his brothers by going, he just looked them in the eyes at the breakfast table and go, <laughs> just all day. <laughs> all day. How long were you at breakfast? All day. <laughs> no, no, all day you would do that. Uh-oh. They were homeschooled. So like they'd oh. be sitting there doing homework and just, Joey. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, they were homeschooled, so they were that naturally fucked in the head. That same cousin, his older brother, called from uh, Afghanistan uh, when he was, or excuse me, Iraq when he was in the he was in the army, and um, he called on Christmas Eve um, to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And um, my mom answered the phone, and uh, she went, "Oh my God, Jesse, is that you? Oh my God, are you? Is everything okay?" She didn't want to say like how's Iraq because that'd be awkward. <laughs> but we know the answer. But uh, Luke, my other my other cousin, the guy, eh, that guy, uh-huh. he uh, from the from the from the table playing cards, looked up at my mother and went, "Is that Jesse? Tell him we're busy. We can call. <laughs> tell him to call back. We're busy. You know, calling from fucking Iraq." <laughs> Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Shudcast. The Shudcast. That's S H U D cast for the streaming humanoid underground dibics. Un- uh huh. That works for this episode. That does. Depisode. 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 It's a dep- this- it's a deposition in an episode. Uh, da- go. Johnny Depp has nothing to do John- with this. <laughs> we would be violently sued. Johnny Depp is a man who would sue us in a heartbeat if he had any good reason to. Do you have anything against Johnny? Is this a new thing that we're gonna have to beef about? You. 
Maybe. <laughs> I don't really I don't really care for Johnny Depp. Really? Yeah. Tell me why. Give me three I need three Current, solid reasons. His best friend was Marlon Brando and Hunter S. Thompson. Okay, well, so the all right, so the the Marlon Brando, yeah. I've I've heard he's deplorable. He was deplorable. Sure, but let's go. Let's let's back. Let's go back. Uh huh. And let's talk about the fact that you just said Hunter S. Thompson's name in a in a in yeah. a in a um. How do I say? What is the word that I'm looking for? In a context that sounds like it's disparaging towards the guns. So, uh, I don't have anything against Hunter S. Thompson per se. I think that Johnny Depp misreads him. And I don't like I don't like his distortion of the distortion of Hunter S. Thompson through the giant depth filter does nothing for so me. So your issue I is I think he's a dickhead, so Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard Hunter S. Thompson touched boys. Really? No. Oh, who hasn't? No. <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't heard or who hasn't? Yeah. What about what about Crybaby? No, so I think it's a it's I think current Johnny Depp is pretty miserable. And actively miserable. Did you read that Rolling Stone piece on him like six months ago? Mm-mm. The Rolling Stone writer, I think it was Rolling Stone, the writer went to Johnny Depp's place in France, stayed with him for like a week, and wrote about it, his experience. And it was just the most sad and miserable week that he's experienced with another human. Because Johnny Depp lives with essentially his lawyer, who's a fucking blood-sucking piece of shit, and just gets drunk and cries a lot. Johnny Depp's lawyer? Well, maybe or but, both. You know, he's he's swimming in Scrooge McDuck money, Johnny Depp's lawyer, but Johnny Depp because he he's being sued by his sister. He's right. Well, he's he's, being, he's fallen on some tough some tough times. Yeah, oh, there's also that 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 tiny issue of him, of him beating his wife. There's really, but more allegedly. importantly, allegedly. more importantly, there's that tiny issue of that silly silly band that he started. With oh, Hollywood Vampires was that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Uh-huh. You heard of this, Curtis? I've heard of this. Yeah. Have not heard their stuff. They're... I bet you've seen them play. Have you seen them play? I have not. Well, okay. It hasn't been until Aerosmith have there been this many scarves on stage at one time. Oh, it's not. That's not inaccurate. I could only imagine. It's, it's bad. They they have really upped the number of scarves <laughs> that you're supposed to perform with. Well, listeners. Here we are. Scarves headlining under Depp. <laughs> that is the Shudcast. S-H-U-D. That's the best podcast with an allusion to a horror movie name. The only podcast out there with an allusion to a horror movie title in the title. That's right. And fuck you other podcast. What's the podcast called? Uh, it's the worst pot or the last uh, podcast. No, no. Henry <laughs> Marcus. Yes, the worst podcast. <laughs> the worst podcast on the planet. On the bottom. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez, God! It's every time I can't think yeah. of it. Henry Marcus Ben, please, please don't listen to them. Please, or if you're going fucking to fucking fight us. If you're going to don't associate me with them. I want to hang out. You with can you. find us at we Laurel Canyon and Ventura Boulevard any day of the week, <laughs> at any time, really. Marcus, Henry, Ben, please don't. If you want to talk about it, I'll be pacing in the park with my shirt off. <laughs> you know the park. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know what to say. But I can say that there, that Henry, Henry, I know you're listening because I know you're a big fan of us. Huge fan. Episode three, and you're a huge fan. Huge fan. Um. We think that a distant relative of yours, yeah, is in this movie, because yep, Zabrowski uh-huh. must be unique. Is it? I don't know. How, do, Zab- how many know, Polish it's... people do you guys know? Uh, I actually, I actually, 
I know one. And is uh, it my wife? Because I'm married to a, a being Polak. Being the culture expert that I am, I uh, actually know a, a Polish girl. Polak. I I don't say it to a her Pole. face. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I I I knew her for a good long time. We were very good friends. We are very good friends, uh, and I've attended a lot of Polish family events, and they are very not unlike the movie we just watched tonight. Oh wow! And that yeah. movie, ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, or are we supposed to say not ladies and? Are we supposed to? Are we? There are no ladies listening to this. Are we? But we can fluid? act like we can act like they. Oh. Yeah, we're definitely gender fluid. Okay, they I've swapped it six Vedelmans. times tonight. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you prescribe. Zims and yes. welcome to the shedcast. All of you. We watched Demon. 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 Polish film. What year did Demon come out? 2017. 2017. Yep. Shall, and this is the part where we edit. Yep. Nope. Not anymore. Because IMDb <laughs> says 2015. There you go. IMDb, <laughs> IMDb says 2015? Yeah, IMDb says 2015. Well, and who knows when it became available in the States, but I know that it became true. It came available on Shudder just recently. Very recently. Very recently. A new ad to Shudder. I've been stoked to watch Demon, and I saved it for this night. I saved myself to oh, watch Demon. Oh, there's a spider in here. No, there's not. <laughs> Where? Went under the rug. No. Went under the rug? <laughs> yeah, it did. It's you guys good. both fucking arachnophobes? I'm horrifying. Oh, this is a horrible I'm, place I'm, to record a podcast. This place is like a spider <laughs> fucking nest. Man, be everywhere. This is how you know this. Oh God! Oh, they're behind me. Went up there too. Up there. Literally look around once. Yeah, up there. Up, you know. I don't. I found a brown the other day. What? That's not a movie. They're fun. This is. This is how you know this is the best horror movie podcast is because we are doing this podcast under duress. In fear. <laughs> In complete fear. In paralyzing uh, fear. And it's not oh, because of Curtis's the venom demeanor from the has completely changed. Because the, the daddy long legs, the most harmless spider in the world just above his head. That's not a daddy long leg. That is a daddy long legs, <laughs> no, bro. No, no. Yes, it no, is. No, 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 no. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Well, all right, dear listeners, the official synopsis for this movie, according to Shudder, is... Peter arrives from England in a small town in rural, Pol- rural, rural Poland to marry his fiance. After falling into a pit of human remains in the yard, Peter becomes undone as strange forces possess him at his reception and reveal the town's secret past. So, dear listener, we were going to start this episode by saying, hey, guys, there might be some spoilers in this one. However, I just realized that the synopsis on Shudder is just a giant fucking spoiler. IMDb's is nice. Yeah. What's IMDb's? Can I read this one? Yeah. Uh-huh. A bridegroom is possessed by a unique spirit in the midst of his own wedding celebration. A bridegroom? A bridegroom. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's foreign. Mm-hmm. They still call them bridegrooms. Uh, is possessed by a unique spirit in the midst of his own wedding celebration in this clever take on the Jewish legend of the Dybbuk. I like that. Can I read the Brian DB? (laughs) Yeah. This is just uh, Brian's database (laughs) online. He calls it this this movie, sometimes English, mostly mostly not vodka. (laughs) Call sister tomorrow. That's that's the Brian DB. Brian who? The Brian, the internet Brian. Come on, man. That's not that. Oh, oh, yeah. I, oh, I got it. I see it now. Brian, Brian's way better than any of those dudes on that last <laughs> I'll podcast. What. I'll tell you what. 
The Mark- Brian DB <laughs> podcast is fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's really they're all about seven seconds long. First podcast on the top. <laughs> Marcus, Ben, Henry, do not listen to Curtis and Lucas. You have one at least. If one you know it's here. good for you. If you know, <laughs> I will convert them. If you don't, I promise. Come to the park where no one's wearing shirts. <laughs> <laughs> dare you do we want to take it back before let's let's wet the appetite and take it back to the, the other shit that we saw this week sure sure you want to do that yeah yeah why not why don't you go first yeah i i did watch a couple of things this week okay i watched crawl again again i bought the blu-ray it's nice. 10 bucks on amazon yeah <laughs> okay. so super cheap yeah <laughs> shit came out like <laughs> six months ago oh, it's, it's random it's so yeah. random I love Crawl, man. I love that movie. It just barely missed my top five horror list, I guess, from last year. But just barely. But it's kind of negligible because it's still so good. You guys have seen it, right? Yes. I forget I yet. just how hardcore that movie goes. <laughs> if the characters get fucked up, it's a. I mean, it's it's a fun. It's That's a fun awesome. little creature feature. It's a fun. Little I love that feature. it came out during a in during a hurricane in Florida. Oh yeah, like that was <laughs> the release date happened to coincide yeah. with that. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's almost like it's almost like someone someone knew. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost. Mm-hmm. Well, did you watch anything else? Did you watch anything? Else? I've been watching Mindhunter. I'm sitting here with a serial killer book in front of me, and I'm thinking <laughs> I've I'm I've not seen Mindhunter before. I'm on season two. It's so good. It's fantastic. Yeah, I really like the first season. I haven't seen the second season yet, but I, just, I really loved it. And I just heard that they have no idea when mm-hmm. or if season three will be coming out. Yeah, that's a shame. Which is a huge shame because mm-hmm. I think it's one of the better pieces of television that's come out recently. However, that cocksucker that plays the main character, the not the. Um, not the drunk cop, the other cop, the John- young cop, yeah, Jonathan Groff. Yeah, I want to take his face and beat it inward at all times while watching him. Yeah. I thought you were going to say take his face <laughs> and wear it. And wear it. <laughs> that would be more appropriate. <laughs> he is not handsome to me. He looks like a baby's ass. With that, it's, just, it's just. <laughs> I this didn't is said that was a stipulation. <laughs> I, well, I didn't know that this was what people were talking about when they were talking about this. I don't care what anyone has to say. He is not handsome. <laughs> and I do not get an erection every time he comes on scene. I feel like this is a, a problem you're manifesting. <laughs> Isn't that, is, do you think that's the point of the character, though? What? He, that I'm supposed to want to punch you him wanna, in the face? You want to punch that guy. He's, he's Yes and no. So like the first season, no. Oh. Second season, yes. Uh-huh. Want to beat him to a pulp. First season, I wasn't supposed to want to do that, but I still uh-huh. did. You know, I have no good reason. It's misplaced hatred. It's, it is. Yeah, it's kind of like the same reason why I hate Tom Cruise. I have no good reason for it. Excuse me? But I hate Tom Cruise. Excuse me. I, with a lot. You're going to sit here and defend Johnny Depp and hate on Tom Cruise? Johnny Depp has made way more movies than I like than Tom Cruise has. I feel like this might not be true if we just go back to the... Do you want to go through them right now? Let's go through it right okay, now! Start, <laughs> start rambling off Tom Cruise movies. That's true. You and have... you can only count one Mission Impossible movie. You can't no! count all of them. Why? What? Because they're one thing. No, but they're all great. There's six great movies. They are all great. I will give you them like that. You like six Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> no. Off the bat. One. Six of them. One. They're Jeez. novel. God. All right. So Cody likes six Tom Cruise movies. Um, <laughs> but somehow still doesn't Edge like of Tom Tomorrow. Cruise. 
Ooh. Uh, that one's pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> a pretty good, good one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pick movies that I think you'll like because you have strange taste. He's Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, uh, don't like his character, but I don't think you're supposed to. Yes. So I will give him that as okay. a good actor in that one. All right. Tropic Thunder. Motherfucking Tropic that Thunder. That doesn't... Okay. How does that not count? It counts. It counts. <laughs> it counts. We're batting eight for but eight I, right now. But I, it's not... I'm not looking at his face. I'm looking at that other dude's face. Oh, oh, what? oh. He's an oh, actor. Oh, oh, oh. Top Gun? You're going to sit I don't there think he and likes say top, that Top I don't think gun? he likes Top Gun. I, yeah, I hate Top Gun. Go I know. fuck yourself. That's why I, I hate didn't Top name Gun. it. Oh, my God. Top Gun is like one of my, one of my least favorite... Least favorite I, viewing experiences of my life. My heart has never raced so fast for a trailer in my entire <laughs> life. With the new one? With the new one. The new one looks, looks good. Yeah. The new one looks good. I'm not going to lie. I just looked, I was bored. Miles Teller is Goose's son. Are you <laughs> fucking with me right is now? Is he really Goose's son? Perfect. Yeah. Oh. Miles Teller is Goose's Shit. son. Mwah! <laughs> put Perfection. Put your penis away. Can't, can't, not put do your it. penis <laughs> away. Not. Put it away. Can't, you can't, can't make can't. me. Put it away. You don't have my consent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can't. We physically can't put that much penis back in that back in those <laughs> pants right now. Oh, speaking of which, good news today that they're going to reboot Anaconda. Oh, Are dude, you serious? Yes. Yeah. yes, that happened. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Paramount just announced today that uh, Par- uh, Anaconda reboot is in the works. And is it a sequel? Do we? Is it just uh, no? Very. I think. No, they just said reboot. Reboot. Now, we, but I will say... We get Ice Cube back. And J-Lo. If we get Ice Cube and J-Lo back, I'm calling it the movie of the decade. It's, it's month one into yeah, new decade. Yeah, we're, we're, we're three weeks in. We've already had World War III and, <laughs> and the coronavirus. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> it's not wrong. I mean... It could, I, I'm so excited for that. It's wonderful. You know, that's my wife's... Uh, that's the scariest movie my wife's ever seen. Anaconda? Yes. She's terrified of that movie. Huh. That's great. I love horrified. that. Because I, I, Anaconda holds a special it's place in my heart. It's a pretty scary movie, actually, yeah. for, a, for a nature run amok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, I remember being a little kid and like being... Because my grandma was always like, snakes are Satan. <laughs> so I was kind of like a little bit... Oh... I don't know how to feel about these things. Oh, Gammy, that's one big Satan. I think Anaconda was the first time I saw Owen Wilson in anything. Owen Wilson's in it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. He has has sex with the hot woman in the jungle. And he (gasps) dies quick. He dies real quick. Right. Doesn't he he die shortly thereafter? Yeah, very, very quickly. Maybe during? Yes. Uh, Maybe. It's been a long time. Because I feel like she has to run away. It's been a long time for me, too, for sex or the movie. Hmm. Uh oh. Hmm. That's good news. Anaconda. Anaconda's was a bad movie. (laughs) Hunt for the Blood Orchid. That I I have no. Oh wait, no, I did (laughs) see that. It was Blood Orchid. I was excited for it. And that was not good. You were excited for it. Yeah. That was your first mistake. That and they called it plural of the thing I liked the first time. Anacondas. Because they're like alien did it. I love that. I love that. Well. uh... Let's see here. Um, well, you're watching. Yeah, what'd you watch? Well, uh, well, I, wa- I watched a lot. Of, actually, wa- <clears throat> excuse me. I watched a lot of things since we last met. Uh, let's see here. What were Cody, the- noted Tom Cruise fanboy now. <laughs> watched a lot of things this week. Best selections being, um, let's see here. 
Uh, I watched, uh, I had never seen the original Blob from 1958. Um, Mm -hmm. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Thought Mm -hmm. that was uh, a magnificent uh, uh, masterpiece uh, for the time. Um, Dearest Lucas and I uh, went and saw The Color Out of Space. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which Curtis had the pleasure of seeing at Beyond Fest uh, earlier uh, before us. Um, and I'm not going to lie, dude, you, uh, you kind of, we, I went into it with this mindset of like, well, Curtis, whose opinion I generally trust, mm-hmm. um, except for Tom Cruise, that's a new development, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, you, you were, you sounded, um, I don't remember exactly the words that you used, but you're kind of like, um, uh, reserved. Yeah. About its, yeah. 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 Uh, how excited you were about it. Yeah. And, um, uh, so I didn't really know what to expect. I was a huge fan of that story and I watched it. And I think, Lucas, I think you said this to me, and I completely agree. The further away I get from it, the more obsessed I'm becoming mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so fucking awesome. Um, I'm convinced that Nicolas Cage was channeling Donald Trump um, every time Had that he be. was trying to be his daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, alpa- al- alpaca milking is oh a my God, wonderful the, the, thing. The alpaca presence in that movie was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely magnificent. I love how they shot that in Portugal. They shot really? in Portugal? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you know what? It kind of makes sense because it... How? It Well, it was just like... I had, it, it didn't feel like uh, New, New England? England. Have you been to New England? No. <laughs> uh, but as the culture expert, I have in a way. <laughs> uh, so I have in a way. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, like that, that whole... Their whole backyard just kind of felt all already a little like otherworldly mm-hmm. it did of. it did and it was so um the visually it was just so i thought it was just so stunning yeah three million dollar movie and what they got away with on that so mm-hmm. it's real good i meant to ask you if it was it, what the budget was so it's three mil yeah uh-huh. that's that's magnificent for, for those and, vfx too that's crazy yeah, yeah man and that, so i think it was he said it was six mil this is from the uh, our, our our sister podcast, the Postmortem with Mick Garris podcast, where Richard Stanley was on. He said, "I think it was six mil, but literally half of it went above the line." So, director producer Got Nick it. Cage, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And so they had three million to work with to actually shoot the thing. What I mean, I don't want to I don't want to go too deep into this just yeah. because we we probably save that for when it goes on Shutter. But I do want to say that I think that it's uh, it was a magnificent feat, given that. Uh, I'm of the mind that it is so hard to take a Lovecraft story mm-hmm. and adapt it and do it uh, well, uh, yeah. especially visually. Um, I think there's very... It did it, it did it so well, I dreamt about it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Lucas had a... It, I was like, I, fre- I freaked out in the morning. I was like, because that's what Lovecraft is set out to do, right? <laughs> yeah. to fucking infect my mind. And uh-huh. that's exactly what he fucking did. I will yeah. say that during the movie, it infected my mind a little bit. Lucas, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the middle of the movie, I was like... I was watched it and went, man, I should be more stoned for this. <laughs> so I, and I had my, I had a vape in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm sure the whole theater was like, God, why does this smell like fucking ganj in here? No, I think more people were concerned. There was this like weirdo sitting behind us. So I've seen that guy all over the place. Oh. Yeah, there's there was this weirdo. He's like this. I could be he like, like 60s. He looked right? like Richard Stanley. Yes, but oh. yes, he a, did. But oh. with a weird, like thin French mustache. It's oh. yeah. It was Richard Stanley's poor younger brother, <laughs> who who does things by himself. Dur- multiple times during the movie, he's sitting in the row behind us, 
and he drops something and has to get on all fours. Mind you, multiple he's wearing times. multiple times, and and he's like right behind us, so his ass is in like my face, pleather mm-hmm. pants, and oh. and he's wearing all this leather studded everything, pleather. And so you can't not hear yeah. him go. <laughs> 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 But yeah, mid movie, I totally went. Yeah, I had more stone for this, so I started smoking weed in the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone blamed you. I don't think they it was that. It was that kind of because movie. at that point, yeah. everybody was pointing and laughing, which I like to think was partially because we were laughing so boisterously. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, Curtis, I think you did want me to bring up that I watched uh, Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. Which I know you were a you were a big fan of. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. It's a fun like sleepover movie. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a great way to call it. Yeah. Me yeah. and me and Maddie uh, sat down and watched it last weekend. I think or two weeks ago. I think the day after we did Terrified. Um, okay. And I thought it was uh, it was a lot of fun because on episode two of the Shudcast we discussed your dislike for the Warrens, and I, I said do. that there was a moment in Annabelle Comes Home where I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are. So, and it's funny because as I was watching it, I uh, I I bore that in mind, and I am still kind of wondering which moment you were referring to. At the very end, Lucas, have you seen Annabelle Comes Home? Mm-mm. All right, we won't we won't ruin it. But the very end when they come when they come home. Yeah, and they, she talks with the girl who started all the shit. Sort of. She I kind mean, of gives it like the because the girl doesn't believe and she, right, right. Moraine's right. like, well, it's not really about what you. Be- yeah. Right, 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 right. I mean, I think more than anything, the Warren characters in those movies. I think they're they're. Uh, I think they're good for the movies. It's it's exactly what those mm-hmm, movies mm-hmm, need. Mm-hmm. I think the Warrens in real life mm-hmm, are despicable mm-hmm. pieces of shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe they're dead, but you know they're both dead now. Yeah. Yes. You know, fuck you in the grave. Um, that is a dangerous thing to say. Well, you know, good thing you're at this house. You don't have to stay here tonight. You can leave. I can. You can leave. But that guy's not going to. <laughs> Lucas? <laughs> no, he's not. Surprise! He's not. <laughs> I'm you live with the brown you. guy now. <laughs> but you dug Annabelle Comes Home for what it was. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm cool. not. Gonna, I don't. I think that. I think you'd probably agree with me when I'd say that I wouldn't give it like five out of five stars. Yeah, no. But no. it's a fun. Some good moments. It's a fun. It's a great fun house, as you said. Sleepover film. Uh, it definitely had Maddie at a few points going like, nope. Yeah, there's some good. Nope. Good nope. Set pieces. Very uh, uh, effective. Uh, I thought the story was uh, very clever. Um, that said, the entire movie I spent. I spent most of the movie saying, "You stupid." Fucking bitch, you stupid fucking bitch about the one. Yes, right. The the person. Yeah, I don't want. I can't say anything because I'll be spoiling it for you. I'm not listening. Yeah, when you speak, I just turn. I just what? Turn That's listening. You're responding. You looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Moving on. Good, good, fun stuff. Lucas, what did you watch? I watched uh, Tammy and the T Rex. Yeah, which is Wait, hold on, please. Yes. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Lucas, what did you watch? Uh, I watched. Thank you so much. I watched a couple. I watched two dinosaur uh, themed horror movies this week. I watched Tammy and the T Rex, which is absolutely amazing. For I think it was a nineteen eighty nine. And uh, quick synopsis: uh, Paul Walker is a high school student. Wait, Paul Walker's in this. Paul oh, Walker's yeah. in this. Paul Walker is a high school student who gets his ass beat into a coma. Uh, his girlfriend uh, is Denise Richards, and Denise. Uh, 
while Paul Walker's in a coma, a mad doctor takes his brain and puts it in an animatronic T-Rex, and Denise Richards falls in love with the T-Rex, and chaos ensues. (laughs) Wonderful movie, because Mm -hmm. Denise Richards was... Richards, which is her name in French, culture expert. Wait, wait. I thought you had a mild stroke. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was. Uh, good, good recover. Finds, finds, finds herself falling in love with this animatronic T-Rex because she knows the, 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 the mind... The mind brain of the mm-hmm. of the one that she loves Does the, um, is in this animatronic T-Rex. I really want to start singing. And she fucking sells the crap out of it. I thought she was in love with the T-Rex. I was like, what happened to Denise Richards? She was falling in love with the T-Rex. <laughs> I really, like, this is, to the, right now is the moment where we start singing See You Again. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. You gotta do that to me. But <laughs> after the, con- are you sad that he yes, died? Yes. That whole franchise went kind of, went, I mean. It did. But, are you kidding? But, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw, bro. Mm, that's it's not. Fine. That's not Fast and it's Furious. It's so it's much fun. It's its own thing. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw can be its own thing. Fate anyway, we're not here to talk about mainstream Dracula <laughs> <and> horror. Horror <laughs> 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 podcast. Um, talking about taming the T Rex. <laughs> no, talking about taming the T Rex. Well, hold on. I have a question about taming the T Rex. Then, huh? Does the animatronic T Rex still mm-hmm. have Paul Walker's voice? No. No. It's completely a There's T-Rex. N- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is... It's completely fucking a T-Rex. That's what makes this movie so yeah. great. Wait, hold on. Denise Richards is fucking a T-Rex? Is that uh, what you just she said? She wants to. <laughs> the, movie, the movie tells you. As an audience, Does like, it have little arms? She wants to fuck this T-Rex. The T-Rex? Yeah. It's a T-Rex. <laughs> This is magnificent. Yeah, it's a <laughs> great fucking movie. That's why I saw it. I read it, and I was like, I gotta check this shit out. And it was great. Uh... The other one I saw was Velocipaster. <laughs> that, that name is fact, good. You can say that with a straight face. Yeah. That's it. That's uh, a... Because I say it seriously because that movie thinks it's really good. And it's a piece. I couldn't get five minutes. I couldn't get five minutes in. I think I told Did you Did you finish it? it? No, <laughs> no, no, absolutely okay. not. So, yeah. I got, I got to the part where uh, the, the pastor of Velocipaster is giving a sermon, walks out, uh, walks out of the church, sees his parents across the street. They do this corny little back and forth of, hi, mom, hi, mom and dad. And mom and dad are standing next to a car on the street. Camera's back on the priest waving hi. <laughs> and then as the priest is waving hi, you hear a car bang. Camera goes back to the street. Mom and dad are gone, but on screen are letters or words that say VFX car on fire. <laughs> And uh, and it's not, I, I don't know I what just kind don't, of laughter I don't, that is. I don't, I'm not a fan of that shit. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. I like. I just thought I was like, that's fucking lazy and stupid. Well, and and like, I the trailer. I was like, okay, it's like it looks bad and campy, but let me give it a shot. It could be like funny, still. Yeah. Right. But it was just. It was. It yeah. sounds like yeah. It turned from what I've seen. It turns me off based on the the Sharknado complex. If it's a bad movie, mm-hmm. that wants to be a bad movie. Yeah. No. But that, Sharknado the, is kind of like it's it's a good drunk movie. I don't. Is think, this a good I don't drunk movie? So. No. Really? I don't like no. any shark. I've seen a couple, and I just can't get because it's it it. If you're trying to be bad, it's annoying to me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I uh-huh. okay, sure. But I mean, like even I even feel like uh, like Piranha 3D. No, I think, but that like, has a straight face. But like it knows it's, like it's it knows it's campy. But I feel like it's also trying to be bad a little bit. I don't think it's trying to be bad because it does it does its thing very well. Okay, maybe a better way that I'm right? putting it is it's trying to be campy. Yeah, so and that's fine. But Sharknado, in a in a sense, is trying to be campy. I right? don't think so. Snakes on a plane is trying to be campy. 
I don't really like snakes you on a plane. Goddamn! But what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You can tell my my kink is spiders in a basement. <laughs> Lucas's right. Lucas's brain just exploded because he's sitting next to one person that thinks that Top Gun is the worst fucking movie he's ever seen, and another person that just admitted admitted openly on air that's going to be published that he doesn't like snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane is not good. I don't hate it. But it's <laughs> Let's just move on. We need to talk about this well, the point. Movie. I give snakes. I don't. I don't put snakes in the plane on a plane in the same category as Sharknado, because Why? nope. Sharknado doesn't have a doesn't take itself seriously in a not good way. It doesn't have Sam Jackson. Makes bad choices on purpose. I think and snakes I think on a plane does too. Personally, well, it, it let an internet let the internet make it. Make itself so that was a bad. You know choice. what, dear listeners, we want your comments. We want your thoughts about yeah. these movies that this episode has nothing to do with. Yeah, but we want to know: Is Snakes on a Plane a good movie? Tell us. They're going to be on my side. Who <laughs> else agrees with me that Top Gun fucking sucks and is really severely overrated? Buddy, getting heated. I'm getting mad. <laughs> Talk okay. about all right. Velocipaster. Move the weapons away from pass. you. You're like you're reorganizing yourself. There's a, a giant knife next to you. It's yeah. all very there's a like there's a, lot of a big raccoon. Yeah. I can just I pick totally up and wield. That. Yeah, dear listener, maybe one day we'll 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 do a, a video podcast so you can see what what the what this, this all the spiders sort of basement looks like with with Curtis's mm. Curtis's nightmares of spiders. Mm-hmm. Like that one right there. Um, oh. You're better than you're better than most people. Um, oh no, you're looking now. Oh, I'm I'm paralyzed on the inside. But <laughs> <laughs> well, dear listeners, we we watched. Uh, we'll go back to where we started, all the way back. That was was that a rewind? Maybe or was that a a, a scratch? Might have been like a it mini, like an old door opening. Okay, is that a little door? Yeah, <laughs> could have been that. Or didn't I believe that the main character made some sounds like that? Or was he did. Yeah, he did make some sounds like that. Ladies and gentlemen, we watched Demon on Shudder because <laughs> fucking Shudder, man. Shudder, just bring bring the heat. Keep bringing us these things. Bring the heat. So we already read you the synopsis. Should we, we read the synopsis again? No, they got there's it. No need. They got- <laughs> there's no need. And there's and I, I think there's a big reason why we needed to uh, read other synopsises. This there, movie was kind of hard to gather. It was kind of hard to gather. We're all, uh, admittedly, we didn't really discuss this, so dear listeners, if you haven't watched this movie yet, perhaps hit pause. Hit pause mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe go watch it, and then go on a journey with us. Yeah, we're, we go on the journey. We're, we're going to talk about all of it and what we think it means, which could ruin the experience for you, but you could have this fun experience with us. It's up to you, but in any case, we're doing you the courtesy of making sure that you know that we're going to talk about some shit right now, and it might spoil this goddamn movie. We didn't do that other cur- we didn't do this courtesy in the last two movies. And frankly, we don't care. No. So Never. but now press pause. Go watch the movie on Shudder. On Shudder. On Shudder. On the account on the credit card I gave you in the last episode. <laughs> so go back to episode two about forty five minutes in and get that credit card info. Brock get. Powell. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Right, right, yeah. right. It's B-R-O-C-K. Uh-huh. P-O-W-E. Hold on. L. I have a, L. I have a, I have a, yes. I have a zip code here. Somewhere <laughs> yeah. Cool. His mother's maiden name. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yes. Right. Do that on Shutter. But so so this movie. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. They got to they gotta go pause. And now you're back. Welcome back, guys. Well, there it Welcome is. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. You've now seen the film. 
So you can you can commiserate with us and discuss what you think how what, what you think this all means and. I will defer. I think I want to defer a lot to our culture expert, expert on this one because yeah. this one is steeped heavily in Polish culture. Oh yeah, uh, I think you all you kind of got to know is that Polish people like to drink, and I think that's something that kind of goes like pretty unnoticed from outsider's perspective on the Polish culture. But my experience with my friends and their family, whoo, they don't stop drinking. Yeah. They don't stop. And for obvious reasons, Poland was taken over mm-hmm. by the Nazis in World War II. That is accurate. Mm-hmm. Yes. They did some bad shit there. Awful things happened. That's, Real bad To shit. be honest, that's that's the main thing we I know Poland for in my lifetime. That's the most eventful thing I know about Poland. My aunt and uncle did missionary work there. But the, the the common knowledge of Poland in my brain was like, oh, that's a place that they got real fucked up during World War II. It got real fucked up. Yes. Man. It got real over there. So I can't imagine living in a country where you have that history, where your grandfather, your great-grandfather, mm-hmm. was either could have been either a Jewish person who was killed in one of these camps, a Nazi, or just living and watching through all of this. So that is mm-hmm. this movie is steeped in just the knowledge of that being a thing. And mm-hmm. I, I felt like they made a lot of, and they were really subtle, but I felt like they made a lot of little kind of nods to the fact that, you know, the, the Nazi presence there, the Ger- what the Germans did there, there was a lot of comments about Germans. Um, and it seemed like they kept at one point they kept talking about I think there were several points where they talked about the Germans taking over or the German presence. I think at one mm-hmm. point they talked about the Russians coming in. Yep, yep. And, um, and they talked about uh, um, there was the one point, of course, when he's possessed where they keep saying he's speaking German. Yes, and he does. He just starts speaking German. Well, I, but it wasn't German. It well, some of it was. It was it German. Yeah. Because it felt, I felt like most of it was was just Yiddish. No, it was German. Too. He did go to German. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, go ahead. Our main character, at least what we gathered to be the main character, is introduced to us going to his bride's family's land, where he realizes there may be. He finds a skeleton in, in his, his backyard, in his Range Rover from and, his hometown of London. Yes, well, from foggy London town. <laughs> and let's hold on. Let's take a moment there. Let's take a moment there to to discuss um, something that really bothered me in general, uh-huh. and that's that this man puts himself in a tractor to move what is really twigs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Tell then, the guy, I got it. I got, got this. <laughs> Let him. Let him. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's moving the twigs. He's the help. Ugh. That's why he's being paid. That guy has beef with him too because he wants his wife. He does want his wife. Which we'll we'll talk about mm-hmm. Zelena. Yeah. Zatena Zanetta. Zanetta. Z- you Zelda. uncultured swine. <laughs> also Yeesh. if, if what, this is Polish now the fourth names movie we've done. for you. <laughs> I married, married a Polish girl, have you know? That she who who has a very manageable it is American name. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even really an American name. I don't even know what it is. It's M A T T I E. That's not short for anything. It's just what it is. That's right. And I love you. It's very that, American. Mm-hmm. I love you for that. Um, uh, but he, yeah. So this this poor fucking useless piece of shit can't just pick up the twigs and move them. No. And then 
when he goes in reverse, not only does he not look at what he's going, where he's going, he backs into a goddamn tree. Yes. And that tree, he gets out, and at this point in the movie, I kind of went, "Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a weird movie." And I acknowledge that because he gets out of he gets out of the 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 heavy machinery, walks over to where the tree was, looks down, sees bones. And of course, and they did this a lot in the movie, which I really appreciated, where they kind of like panned to his face looking at something and didn't show you what it was for a solid like minute. You just got to look at him and go, what the fuck is it, right? Mm-hmm. So they show you, which is a nice little way of building attention, or building tension. And then they show the bones, and um, he just walks away. Yes. He just walks away. And well, he calls for, first he calls, somebody. But then he basically says, fuck it, it's not working. He called his wife, he called his bride-to-be. And we figured that out. Mm-hmm. And then he just says, fuck it, and walks away. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, like, reburied it, right? Later. Mm-hmm. Oh, later. Later. Okay. Um, which, to me, was kind of like, all right, that's a little weird. Why are you reburying the bones? I mean, I get it that perhaps, like, okay, you're about to get married. Yeah, You'll he, figure it out after. They were just rolling around on that ground talking about how it's going to be their pool. And I understand. You got to yeah. lock, what's her name? Zanetta. You gotta lock Zanetta down. Yeah. She's she's, she's pretty. It's Super a very fox. pretty, very, yeah. very smoke show. Smoke, yeah. <laughs> the look that you're giving me right now. God, oh, dear listeners, I wish you could see the look that one day we're gonna just take pictures and put them online of what of the different <laughs> we might, expressions. We might that film Lucas it one day. Is. I'm not right. supposed to film this. Right, one day. right, right. Um yeah, you gotta lock that down. So maybe that's why he doesn't doesn't bury it. But in, in any yeah. case, it was kind of like, huh. So, first, you can't carry anything, and second, you back into a fucking tree on mm-hmm. a house that you just got. Yeah. And God God bless that father-in-law for just saying, yeah, man, here you go. I feel like you're painting Peter Python in a very <laughs> dumb light right now. He's mm-hmm. a fucking idiot. No. I no, no. So. I felt like... The, see, that was my thing with him in the movie. I did not feel like he was... There were there were a lot of moments in the movie where I fe- I mean well obviously he gets he gets dear listeners as you know because you just watched the movie he gets very possessed but I felt like <laughs> until that point there's a lot of moments where he kind of just does things that are a little bit just uh, just kind of just weird just I don't know like things like that like why. Why just give up? Why not even worry about it? Like if I found a dead, if I found a skeleton in a hole outside of this property that I just inherited, right? Yeah, but this is you. Fair. I'm rationalizing my own my own personal experiences uh-huh. with with the character, but I feel like Curtis. Let me ask you a question. What would you do in that scenario? Well, I, that's does it. That's negligible. Doesn't matter what I do. No, no, no. But I mean, I, I true. But I kind of like if I'm I, about to get married and I just bought this piece of land in let's just say los angeles where real estate's hard to come by i might just leave the skeleton there and then dig it up when we get the pool together i don't know mm-hmm. fair fair all right well but regardless maybe i'm painting him in a bad light i will i will i will mm-hmm. your hatred for python is clear his name you don't get the name python for no goddamn reason for being a dumbass <laughs> no okay no 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 well they couldn't and i i suppose you can't really lock that down being a dumbass Z- I don't Zatina? think so Z- Zanetta. Zanetta. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, we, this is now the fourth movie we've done, all just showcasing our cultural expertise on, mm-hmm. on foreign names and such. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's because you yes. guys brought whiskey. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, I ha- I was really intrigued at this movie, and literally the first shot, when they, I feel like they aped the Jaws shot of the ferry. He's mm. on a ferry, mm-hmm. and it's a long shot, mm-hmm. and it's the twisting motion. And I was like, I don't think, I think that I was set up for something that I wasn't going to get. I was like, ooh, that's the Jaws shot. But and then nothing <laughs> else came from that. Well, no, but then you got very something. quickly, very quickly, yeah, but it has nothing to do with Jaws. Um, very quickly, we see a woman grieving in this lake, screaming, trying to be being held back, and I I struggled to position her with the rest of the film. I really did too. I I kept trying to figure out where that placed either thematically or. Um, uh, specifically within the movie. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out a moment where it did. That, at first I thought that, because remember, if you may recall, that the possessed, or the 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 the, uh, the Dybbuk, the spirit that possessed mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. when you saw her from the back yeah. a few times, and you mm-hmm. didn't see her face for a minute, mm-hmm. I thought maybe it was the same woman. Mm. But it never happened. It was almost like, but I, I mean, I guess in a, to a certain extent, we could say that that was the harbinger. Yeah, I think so. We, I think we did see her again a little later, right? Because she is grieving. They were at a funeral. I don't think it was the same woman. Maybe not the same woman. They looked very similar. They, yeah. Did uh, was it the same woman? Maybe it was. Uh, possibly. Potentially. I think. I think the, uh, those moments of the the grieve the grieving at the lake and then. The wedding party letting out as a funeral is letting in is kind of just supposed to set up that this town yeah. in Poland is is basically plagued by death. Yeah. Okay. Good point. It's all just right. the, the you know, grief that this town is right. living within at all times. Right. Yeah. That sets that feeling up. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hadn't I mean, and now all right, all right, all right. That's all right. That's, that's because mm-hmm. I mean, like they 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 really kind of drive home throughout the movie that Peter is kind of out of his element here. They don't like that he's just from some town. One hundred percent. That he, they don't like that he's from a big, basically a big city, right? He's big right. city living. I right, guess right, he's right. an architect or some kind of civil engineer because he's offering to rebuild a bridge that I think the Nazis took down. Well, and, well, but clearly he doesn't know how to use a fucking tractor. He insisted upon it though. <laughs> he did, <laughs> Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I get I like I guess when you tr- like pull this movie apart and like you got to talk about it the way we are, mm-hmm. it becomes a very beautiful, interesting movie. But like first glance, it's 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 kind of like a little a little bit of a hard mess. to follow. Yeah, a little bit of a mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and in part in part because we do lose our main character when the third act starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know when we expect. And we even said this to ourselves. We had to stop and pause for Mediterranean food because, as you, as you do, we're like, <laughs> oh, I think there's a thrust of action or something coming along. Right, because right. It, it, we built up to a moment where uh, Python is having convulsions a lot. So, like, something's mm-hmm. going to happen. And something does happen, but it's not what we think. He gets literally taken out of the mix. I will, I will say... He has the best possession acting I've. That I've man seen. was great. It was that great. man was yeah. acting his ass off, yeah. and I loved yeah. it. Yeah, this and, is a great physical performance. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I I really do think that I mean this is one of the more unique possession stories. A the telling of it, 
and be the portrayal of it that I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a. I actually don't know if I've seen a possession movie that's quite like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where I mean, obviously the setup is similar, but the specific. I think specifically what set it apart from others that I've seen is the fact that it takes place is the wedding. Yeah, that concept. Yeah, it, I just thought that was so. It, it, that was that was probably the most interesting part to yeah. me yeah. of this whole thing because most possession stories are really kind of nuclear in the family that's surrounded yeah. the person that's being possessed. But the fact that there's a massive amount of people yeah. attending who don't want to stop are, partying right <laughs> at all <laughs> they they're they're hearing rumors that he's being possessed, but they're like ah, more it. vodka. But by the way, did you guys feel like this wedding at some point it felt like this wedding had been going on for like? Days, yes, yeah, <laughs> and all of the people, all of the attend, uh, the attendees looked like they had been drinking, yeah. for fucking weeks. Uh, by the end of every the movie. every yeah. single, probably and no what, one like leaves. Yeah, and I think it gets like we start. It's kind of funny. We we were laughing at it as it was happening, mm-hmm. but I think it ties into the the theme of the thing, which is like this, uh, this dealing with the cultural grief that they have. Like, what else are you going to do? We're just going to drink and try and act like everything's okay sure. as long as we can. Oh, that's that's an interesting way of, 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 of pointing. And yeah. I think that's... I think that's Because it got it went so far, like, it got to a point where I was like, why is anyone leaving? Really even acknowledging that something's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because we just want to have a good time for fucking this once is, yeah, in this our is, lives. This is how they wedding. Yeah. <laughs> this is how they wedding. And I thought my wedding was... People told me my wedding was a fucking, you know, a ball. Yeah, but I mean that 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 looked like a th- uh, oh yeah a, 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 a real it was, it thing. Got, uh, oh, so I mentioned that this this movie had a lot of elements that reminded me of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yes, you said this, and I was like, so the first one was the Range Rover because okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and specifically the Range Rover ends up in the lake, okay, as does Dennis's Land Rover uh-huh. at some point. The wedding where everyone's drunk and no one cares what's going on, and it's going on into the wee hours of the morning is the Ponderosa wedding where everyone takes the bath salts. Oh, that's good. (laughs) They start eating each other. uh, There was one That's that one, right? Where they start like literally eating each other? Yes. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I think that was their Halloween special. What? Jimmy, who's that actor in Westworld? He plays the. I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent, but I'm just trying to now connect the dots. Yes. Jimmy. Simpson, Jimmy Simpson. Yes. That's who it is. He plays uh-huh. the the groom in that. Oh, oh yeah. yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, the um, oh fuck, he's part of the brothers. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> but so yeah, so the bath salts wedding, the Land Rover, and there was one more thing that reminded me. But I, I couldn't help but giggle during the whole thing because <laughs> that's interesting. It had a lot of it had a lot of connections with that, but for me it did. Um, but yeah. Yeah, go ahead. This it felt like it just <laughs> not because Deer Hunter's been on my brain a lot lately. It has been a little bit. Uh-huh. It felt like it just took the entirety of Deer Hunter and just wrapped it up into a ninety-minute thing. Mm-hmm. You know, where the first hour of Deer Hunter is just a party, a celebration that goes on forever. Everyone right. gets real fucked up because you have to have the the come up and just the the stark darkness of what happens later right mm-hmm. right right and this this movie kind of folds that darkness into the celebration mm-hmm. where they're both happening concurrently mm-hmm. yeah i mean the whole movie felt um 
There's an they, they the the director did a very I thought uh, a very effective use of tension throughout the movie because while it may have seemed like a following it might have been difficult that almost aided to it because the whole movie I felt a little bit kind of uneasy absolutely either a trying to figure out what's happening or b um you know between the music which the score was I just thought brilliantly um, composed. But the fact, just the whole movie felt very like, I, I, it's a wedding. Everybody seems weird. Yeah, everybody seems weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, not c- even necessarily. Sort of. I would say the only weird people to me were the doctor and the priest. You know, and that's and that's part of the reason why I love this because it's like this this ensemble at the wedding. It almost seems like a game of Clue. Right, because there's these characters. You have the cast. You have the cast of all of these things. I mean, you, in in a way, it's kind of brilliant because you have this setup where it's like, as we were saying, like it's like the woman crying, the two women crying at the beginning are the harbingers, right, Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, and then you have you have the priest, you have um, uh, you have the priest, the doctor, which we'll get into him. Um, he's great. The doctor, the bridesmaid, the bridesmaid, the groomsman, the bridegroom. Bridegroom, <laughs> the the and then you have were you the band you my the my band. Miami Bloom Orlando's but, younger brother, <laughs> but then you also have the you also have the older gentleman that I isn't like that. that isn't a um he's he's not a rabbi or a holy man by his own admission but he seems to be the expert he was a teacher right in that town that may have taught one or both of the wedding couple. Right, right, right. He just—he's very—he just seems. Yeah. But the whole movie, or at least from a certain point on, during the wedding, throughout, he kept like you could tell that he knows what's up. Yeah. Like that's he knows that something's off. Yeah. And he's the only one that does. I just—I don't know. I thought that it was—it was an effective use of familiar tropes. But Absolutely. Yeah. In yeah, a yeah. in a very. Um, they weren't serving plot. They were serving theme. I think that's why it was. Mm-hmm. And as intriguing and not as obvious as it could have been. Sure, sure. To, I mean, what one of the things that kept me uh, engaged the whole time was uh, the cinematography and in the sets. Mm-hmm. I that was one of the most beautiful weddings I had ever barn seen. Was yeah, the incredible. barn. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was gorgeous. I was like, oh my god, this and is- its ugliness too at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The barn was a bit like you know the white chiffon and the chandeliers. Like oh my god, this is fucking gorgeous in here. And and yeah. the in the in the in the color palette, the costuming of the whole wedding. Right, right. Um some points they were they were when they came when they brought the party inside of the house after the weather got the weather the weather got bad, um there was almost like a very it was a very Renaissance ish composed picture that they of like mm-hmm. them you know, I think it was the doctor and the priest inside of the bedroom trying to figure out what's going on. It had a very deep perspective mm-hmm. and just a crowd of people in this room. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, oh my God, this is a fucking gorgeous goddamn mm-hmm. shot that's going on right now. And, we're and talk- so th- those are the things that kept me engaged. Plus, because if that stuff wasn't going on, I, to me, I would have gotten pretty bored yeah, with the nothing plot going on. stops yeah. when, it gets, when he gets possessed. Nothing mm-hmm. else really happens until the, the end when you kind of realize who he is, who she, who possesses him. Right. But that's the last tidbit. Like you don't. We're just kind of stopped and we're stopped in motion and seeing how these people are reacting to or not reacting to this mm-hmm. event. 
And uh, yeah, to your point on the cinematography, I wanted to point out quickly early on in the film, I was always unnerved. And I think it had a lot to do with they chose to shoot a lot of scenes, ignoring match cuts, where you have your eyes on the character either looking at something, reacting to something. And they don't cut to the thing that you think they're looking at. They mm-hmm. cut to moments later or a different side of the right. of the set what that I was you saying don't, earlier, aren't expecting to be with the bones. seeing. Yeah, right, yes, right. exactly. Where you don't, yeah, you mm-hmm. don't. You, you, they spent so much time with this creating this sense of dread by focusing on a character looking at something, but not showing you what yeah. it was. And when they cut, they don't cut to the thing you expect. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so that was that was fun and like, you know, kind of jarring. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, okay, so well, back to the plot. So mm-hmm. they f- he finds the bones. Mm-hmm. He goes back in the house, mm-hmm. and then and I think this is the part again where I kind of felt like it was weird, and the decisions that he was making made me almost not trust and or sympathize with him as a main character. Mm-hmm. So he, we get the impression that he called the fiance. Zatina. Mm-hmm. Then Zanetta. he's... <laughs> continue, please. <laughs> uh, I'm bottling my rage. Continue. <laughs> Saving it for later. <laughs> uh-huh. he, he, then he... She doesn't answer, so he hangs up and he walks away with her bones. He drives to where she's presumably having her uh, bachelorette party something. Mm-hmm. She's, mm-hmm. she's having a good time with her, a ball with her girlfriends. And he pulls up and he just sort of sits there in the car kind of like fuming over her and oh, fuming and looking at her mm-hmm. and then he turns around and drives back and that's when he buries it mm-hmm. so at that point was when I kind of went I don't know I don't know why I should why I should sympathize and or trust this character anymore sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot I think, with that. I think it was the to me the fact that he went back to put the dirt back on the bones that made me think that this guy has a conscious of some kind, actually, because I was I was I was very intrigued by why I actually cared about him, and I think for me it was how warm he welcomed his fiance and her brother. Oh yeah, I thought so. I was so he becomes likable from the beginning. Yeah, he walks up. I think to he's the, like cause his face at first. I was like, I don't like this guy for some reason. No, I, don't I, don't like like his face. I don't like his jacket. I don't like his yeah. face. Kind of like how <laughs> I feel about Tom Cruise. That's too sharp a fade, sir. Stop it. Yeah. And uh, we've already discussed you like Tom Cruise in his <laughs> movies. Like, it's a. Yeah. Right. Just, you just don't like movie stars. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, uh, yeah, he became likable for me pretty instantly. Uh, but I think where my, the confusing part with, for me with him, uh, that right before his wedding starts, he's sitting in the mirror and then he puts water. In his nose and his ears, he's, he's cleaning. He's yes. cleaning the dirt off because you remember he gets sucked into the sinkhole. So mm-hmm. this is that is the night before. So he gets to this yeah. place the day yeah. before his wedding. Yes. See, I had a trouble There's a logistic thing. Yes. To be discussed <laughs> he, there. So and it was it, it was interesting the way they brought that up because at first I, I caught on kind of quick that that was his fa- his father in law to be that he was talking to and that it was their property. And this is actually relevant, I think, to where we're going to go as far as the plot and mm-hmm. I think what this movie is doing plot-wise. So he gets there. 
the grandfather says, or the, the father-in-law to be says, yeah, you know, they have a little conversation about the fact that he's going to be living there and with the wife and his daughter and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so he goes there. The sinkhole thing happens. We, mm-hmm. All the things that we just mentioned, the sinkhole things happens. He wakes up the next morning, and they find him in the car. Mm-hmm. Prior to all that happening, he was in the house. You guys may recall that he's looking at um, height markings on a door jam. Yes. Did you guys notice what the what the last name was? Was it, it was Hannah? Was it was Hannah. Hannah. So we know that Hannah lived there. And at another point in the movie, he goes up to I forget if it was the doctor or the teacher not holy man guy and says did uh Zadana <sighs> Are you doing it on purpose now? What's her name? Zanetta. Zanetta. Goes to Zanetta's... uh, He says, did Zanetta's grandfather build this house? Mm -hmm. And he said no. Um, He said... Remember, you guys recall this? He said it was just here. Yeah. Yeah. And then they say something... He says something like, well, what what was he like? And uh, they... Oh, yeah. I remember this conversation. And they... It's weird because he gets stuck on the... Oh, it was the doctor. It was the fucking drunk doctor. Yeah, it was the doctor saying it. It He gets stuck on the same word. I remember what the word was. Which purist, purist, purist. Yeah, he kept getting he stuck was, on that word, like stumbling he over was it. Pure as the pur. He kept going pure. Yeah. He was as pure, pure as, as the pure as the, a snow, a, a snowy wind or a wind snow snowflake. or something yeah, like yeah. that. Snow- pure as the purest snowflake. Something like he that. Said, yeah, like yeah, what yeah, happens yeah. when a snowflake falls in a muddy puddle? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And it was very like it. That between that, the fact that Hannah was clearly somebody that lived in the house. Um, it just it. I started to get the impression that some that the the family is involved in all this. Mm-hmm. Um, to what extent we don't know, but that Zanetta's family is involved yes. in hiding something. Yes. Ooh, that's interesting. Because they kept and specifically with that moment where he kept stumbling on the word pure or purist, as if implying that he the, wasn't right. Pure. Yeah. Like he he couldn't get it out right. He couldn't oh, get it out. Oh, that Zanetta's grandfather. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Not that not Zanetta's so living. Now family. he's pure in a different way, like Nazi pure. Like Nazi pure. Like I wasn't going to go there, but I think that could be a interesting. I wasn't. No, gonna, I like it. I don't go there. I, I, I think that's I, I, what this movie is. That actually wasn't where I was going to go, but I think that, that that I think that there are now is the point where my mind goes two ways. I think you could go into a reading where. He's your that it's just as simple as Zanetta. Mm-hmm. Z- Zoltan. Insert, can we insert applause? <laughs> yeah. Applause yeah. track. Yeah. Yes, we can. Zanetta. Th- think at this point we can say that Zanetta's. Uh, you know, you can do two things. You can say that Zanetta's grandfather either perhaps had a part in this Hannah girl's death, or at least her life in some way, but something happened. And you can do it. You can either leave it at that, or I think you could take a reading that Zanetta's grandfather was in some way, shape, or form uh, uh, sympathetic with the with the SS. I buy. I buy those things. I think definitely. I think you. I think. I, and I. I will admit that I think that that latter, the latter of the two, with the Nazi thing, I think that could be. I think that could be far fetched because there's not a whole lot. But they bring it up just enough that makes me kind of go, there must be puzzle pieces here. Who was the Jew at the wedding? 
because at a certain th- point at the end, because it wasn't necessarily a Jewish, it wasn't a Jewish wedding. So no, but at the end they say you got to have a Jew. What what funds a wedding without a Jew? It was the it was the the gentleman that was the teacher that was talking. So yeah, he's speaking in. Yiddish. I think absolutely. He and Hannah because they had an upbringing together. He was younger mm-hmm. than her, and he recognized her spirit in. Python. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when she possesses him. See, why did they do that? That makes it the whole. That just makes it a know. fucking cartoon. He got a big old know. dick, man. He got a big old dick. Okay. He's got an elbow to wrist size <laughs> penis. Oh man. So I anyway. think there's something there's something to that. Like I think Hannah was probably Jewish. We know that the teacher was Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, we. What else do we know? Well, we know that we know that the grandfather, Either, who was not, for all we know, not not Jewish. Yes, and um, the, the the father-in-law and the I assume his son or close family friend, the groomsman, they were hiding something. Like they were clearly like shifty about they the were stuff shifty. that was in the yard, and we and they they were very shifty about it. So it makes me all of the end. Yeah, I mean, the more we're talking about it, like this could be a movie about you know Nazi. Oh, as if to say that that wedding that she died at got interrupted by a Nazi invasion. Could have absolutely happened. Wedding that she died at was that the implication? She died in her wedding dress. That, that, that's what they talked about. And she about. died. Oh, that's right. Duh. Marrying a man who looked a lot like yeah. So because they Python. said that the reason that she's possessing him is to finish something that she didn't get to complete as a living person. But they but hold on, but then when they were talking about Hannah, they when the the teacher character was talking about Hannah, he basically at one point says and then she just disappeared. Yes. What were they? Mm-hmm. Were they lead? Were they, I can't remember. Did they? I think this is the point where I was dealing with my fucking neighbor. Did mm-hmm. they lead up to that by talking about um, the uh, uh, the wedding, like her wedding, and then the and then she disappeared? Was that what it was? I don't think it was that clear. It wasn't clear, right? No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Well, in any case, it sounds like this is a reading that could be. T- you could put a reading on this where. Everybody's shifty, mm-hmm. except Python. Zatarans. Oh, Zat. Zataran. Zertek. Zataran. Zertek. <laughs> I said Zertek. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, there, there is a moment where Zeke will. You kind of get the moment that, like, you know, I mean, she, her, she seems innocent, but her family seems. Kind of dubious, sh- yes. dubious, yeah, yes. swifty. They're not necessarily bad people, it seems, but they have a, they have a past. There's something going on, yeah, and it, I think is evident by the fact that it's suddenly out of nowhere the the groom or the groom who was everybody's best friend is suddenly like, nah, dude, I didn't know him that well. Yeah, yeah, and they Let's call him get- and like the second that he has his first seizure, when I don't think anyone's privy to what might be going on. The father-in-law is like, you brought me a broken one. <laughs> which which in, I, I don't know how hard I was laughing outwardly, but inside I was dying yeah. because that that made me laugh so fucking hard, which is terrible. I mean, no disrespect to epileptic people. No, but I think it, it, is, it is funny in a way and also speaks to like maybe they want a pure something or other for his daughter. Which could be that too. It just it there were so many. The actually, it's funny. The more that we talk about this, the more that I'm thinking to myself that like this reading of the film as a maybe a you know perhaps a 
uh, a, a Dybbuk, a, a Jewish re- Jewish revenge. It film, does, if I may. Yeah, that might be a little that's bit not wrong. I don't think not, they get. They don't get a lot of revenge. I think it's. But... Uh, I think it's spirit. The spirit. Yeah. I Which, think it's a. I think, but in some ways she wins. In some ways she wins, but that she, goes back to the theory of what the Dybbuk. I guess yeah, the Dybbuk supposedly doesn't leave its inhabitant until its goal is accomplished. Right, because I mean, really, at the end of the movie, but we don't really know what happens. No, we have no idea, and that what I, I think is so interesting about this movie that kind of I think left all three of us a little bit maybe, I don't want to say disappointed, but a little bit confused is that. Like you were saying, we were waiting for that last half to come in, or that last bit to come in, final act, after we ate our, our delicious Mediterranean food. Mm-mm. Thank you, California Pita. If you'd like to sponsor us, Mm-mm. please reach out. Um, California Pita! The, uh, um, you know, it, and nothing really happened. In fact, yeah. we paused it really, uh-huh. at really what was the last time that we were going to go, goddamn, you know? Yeah. And then the rest of the movie, we're kind of like, okay... And then the 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 Bazette, Peter Piotr it, it's it's Peter Pi- well, they call him Peter as well Piotr 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 yeah Piotr Python <laughs> but Python more sorry importantly. Lucas culture expert but then Python just sort of goes away and I don't know I thought that was a very interesting way to conclude the movie especially considering that the last scene of the movie. Is that you know, Z Pack is just sort of floating away <laughs> on the the little barge thing. Was that her? Yeah, it was Z Pack. That was her. That yeah. was her. Okay. So, so for a w- second, I couldn't tell. I was like, is this a new character, <laughs> and are we just like in a vicious cycle? No, because I, I the only way I knew it was hers because they put her back in a leather jacket. Because when we met her, she was in a leather jacket. Okay, they all have leather it. jackets, so got she it, was back it, in a leather it. jacket. Uh, and I don't know. I guess I guess that. When I think about it, that is kind of a nice um, uh, resolution for her in the fact that she leaves because she's yeah. there. Okay, like she lives there. Yeah, in this in this poor decrepit town in Poland. I'm not quite quite sure where we were. Yeah, in Poland. Um, but the fact that she has to take that thing mm-hmm. means that she's leaving. Yeah, that is interesting. I did yeah. not. Put that together immediately. Yeah. I like that a lot. And, and talking about this movie, I like it even even more. Right, there's a lot to unpack. And and thinking about it, like I can't help but think that this movie was like a pretty big opportunity for the director and all the people involved in making the film. It was really a big love letter to Poland and what it has struggled through culturally, because that wedding is is my experience with Polish people. Is they just like to have a good time. Especially the ones mm. like that, and that's just the ones I know here in Los Angeles, right? Uh, and it like the, even even to the whole like well, you spent a lot of time in Poland, right? That, I, I mean, yes and no. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Polish jails don't count. It's technically it's like maritime law. Like it's it's not really Poland, but it's there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like even to even to the fact that there's someone getting on the microphone every 15 minutes at this wedding. Oh, that was my experience with with uh, like hanging out with a Polish family. Was right. there someone? There was like when we were drinking, someone's giving a cheers or a toast 
every 15 to 20 minutes. Interesting. Right. And it's all and it's all out of love and it's all out of fun and they all have very profound things to say every freaking time, but they do it a lot. And I had a, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, How are you uh, guys always this profound? I know. God. Someone just fart or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the whole movie, I mean, they wanted to party that whole movie. They yeah. they were really yeah. wanted to get. Oh that. my god, they were it's getting hard, after it. They didn't like. There was yeah. What was there was a moment where he's like, just make them all drunk. I'd be like, they are drunk. <laughs> yeah, like right. Their shit everyone, for, they had they had a bottle for everyone there. It was like yeah. what like a hundred people at this wedding. They weren't drinking think? anything else. It was just vodka. And, and no, and if anything, the wedding made my made me feel weird about my wedding because that wedding was small. My wedding was not enormous, but it, it mm-hmm. was quite a few people. And for perspective, we had mm-hmm. I think about a hundred, hundred twenty people at my wedding. Okay, this obviously a lot more. That, this didn't feel that much smaller but than those your motherfuckers were tanked. Yeah, <laughs> were those were people that tanked like, at my all wedding? All of them. Yes. Oh, <laughs> but but all yes. of them, and like, it, it, but again, not it, as much traditional Polish music. There's the, none, probably right. none. I mean, I was not your wedding, Cody, but I'm assume no, no, a whole lot of Tom Waits. Uh, even I mean, well, I mean, this movie even like even had to not Black Rider Tom Waits, <laughs> none of the Polish stuff. Even even had to play uh, Chopin at one point. The, yeah. the school teacher gets on the keyboard and plays yeah, uh, which Prelude in E minor, right. which is like. Probably Poland's like pride and joy Damn. as far as wait music. was that the school that's teacher that did that shit. or the doctor the school teacher the school teacher was the school teacher yes and I think that even reinforces the school teacher's character even more because yep. I remember when they played that I thought that was so distinct because the entire time they're playing all of these vi- actually no now I really think that there's a very much a mm-hmm. a a World uh, War Two World War Two reading of this movie because the you have the the really what is the um, the 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 token Jewish man at this wedding mm-hmm. goes up and pr- and plays Prelude, mm-hmm. which is an incredibly heartbreaking song. Oh my god! And that, the, that and, song is about loss, right? And the entire wedding, the the entire party at the at the everybody at the venue goes cut. Play something yeah, funny. Play Fucking something funny. Play, yeah, yeah. Is it play something funny? Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Play something funny. So and I think that that w- and he just sits there and looks somber and just plays it. He doesn't like. Mm-hmm. He just continued. And you're sure it was the teacher? It wasn't the doctor? Yes. Okay. It was not the doctor. It yeah, the, the, doc- doctor. the doctor was a fuck. The doctor was a total <laughs> fuck. The doctor was... <laughs> that was that's the only... I feel like that's the only character who I would classify... Well, I don't know. There were a couple antagonists in this film. The doctor yeah. and the stepfather and the groomsmen, I think, are all of the same... Stepfather? I'm sorry. I mean, the I'm sorry. The father-in-law. Yeah. Right. The, doc- the doctor is an interesting one to talk about because you don't really know what his whole motivation is. It's about. I mean, it's thing. also about a repressed grief. Like he comes in, he's like, "No, I'm sober. I don't drink." And then you find him later, just you know, chugging out a flask. Drinking more than anybody. And then, yeah. And then he just you know goes off the wi- off off the rails and still says he hasn't been drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- there's an interesting bit of. Uh, Repression in that character, and I yeah. actually think that perhaps that word "repression" in itself, yeah, could be a very good um, descriptive adjective for this movie. Yeah, it could be a subtitle: general. "Demon Repression." Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how the more that we're talking about this, I'm going like, "Wow, I actually have uh, a hell of a lot of respect for this movie." Yeah, in general, and we haven't, you know, we haven't talked about what scary stuff. Because there wasn't really a lot. No, and it's like we approach. Yeah. You, you, you're listening to the Shudcast because you like horror, and Shudder has a lot of horror and thrillers. And we approach these movies wondering we want to 
see the scary stuff. Mm-hmm. We like all film. We like all types of horror and just even non-horror. Except, but, except Tom Cruise most of the time. I we've mentioned nine Tom and Cruise except movies. Johnny and Depp like, most okay, of the time. Then I guess I guess if Shutter has Interview with a Vampire, then we're watching Interview, interview with, with a vampire. vampire. I own Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, and you know, yeah. nine out of ten. Frankly, <laughs> and here's we're my. Bang. You get an A in college here's with my, that. Here's my feeling about Interview with the Vampire. Um, and this is really going to be telling. Sorry, dear listeners. We're going to pause for a moment about this really in-depth, this is important, though. intriguing conversation for me to make a comment that's going to be very revealing, very telling, and I may be crucified for it. In fact, I expect to be. I think that the dude that played Lestat in Queen of the Damned did a much better job portraying that uh, character than Tom Cruise did. What? Stuart Townsend. Queen, Queen of the, the... The Aaliyah movie? So Queen of the, the Damned is, is technically in the... Because I've read those books. The, in the sequence of the... of the, the, the I forget what they call them. The Vampire Chronicles or something like that. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Thanks, Anne like... Rice, for your making your gothic masterpieces. Your gothic soap operas that are real sexy. Um, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm, I'm in all honesty, being, being jokingly hard on Tom Cruise. I have a misplaced hatred for him. I uh-huh. hate his face. Uh-huh. I think that him, uh-huh. his performance in Interview with the Vampire in all of the Mission Impossible movies oh. was a lot of fun in all those movies. He's fantastic. No, 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 I didn't say I didn't hate his face. I hate his fucking face. I hate his face. There's a lot of things about Tom Cruise that really bother me. Yeah. I don't want to say that it's his about his religious affiliations, but he makes good movies, man. He strong makes, word. He makes good strong movies. Strong word. He cares about audience enjoyment the same level that The Rock does. Do you like the The Rock? So so what you just said right uh-huh. there categorizes exactly my feelings about Tom Cruise. I think mm-hmm. he's overrated, but I think he's a lot of fun. Ooh, <laughs> buddy. Magnolia. Motherfucking Magnolia. Not a fan of Magnolia? Not a big fan. You're a, you're a California boy. Yeah, you're not, a valley boy, not aren't a big, you? Not a big fan of that movie in general. I, I, not that I... I, I, I yeah, I, not, not, a, not a tremendous fan. Vanilla Sky, not a fan. Um, I don't think you're supposed to like Vanilla Sky. Phyllis guy's fine. Yeah, I don't have a big hero there on Phyllis Um Risky you, Business, not a fan. Risky Business is good. Nah, Top Gun, not a fan. We know. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to mention Days of Thunder. I just did, but I love Days of Thunder. Oh, uh, I've never seen Days of Thunder. It's so NASCAR, I, I Top Gun. Yeah, I can have no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A few Good Men? I can't have a fit. Uh, okay, so A Few Good Men. Uh, Born on the Fourth of July? Uh, don't, I, Born on the Fourth of July, I don't want to knock it as a movie. I just don't care for it. Color of Money. Uh, never seen it. That's some good shit. Admittedly, never seen it. <laughs> Minority Report. I don't think he likes Minority uh, Report. Minority Report as a story, Minority Report as the story okay. is fi- is phenomenal. Okay. I love that. And I loved that movie when I was a kid. As an adult, I can't take it seriously. All right, back to Demon. Back to Demon. <laughs> Sorry, dear listener, for our little tangent about... about yeah. Important. About about the almighty, all powerful Tom Cruise and my and, and my two uh, dear co-hosts. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> and my two dear co-hosts' disagreement with me. 
I may remind you that they also don't like the last podcast of the left, which I know that you, dear listeners... No, no, no. It's, it's not that we don't like no, their it's show. No, it's not that we don't like the show. It's that we want to oh, fight them. Are you them. backing down? Them, no. It's you backing them down? personally. No. no, yeah. that's We've always yes, been there. You're backing down. character no, is under fire down. right now. Yes. You're ca- oh, you're backing down. Yes. No, I'm no. not backing down. No, you are. Yeah, because Henry, Ben, and Marcus are the last podcast. I... Okay. So, like... I'm I'm tearing down their creation, which to me is the way to get to them yes. because I hate who they are. Yes. Yes. Henry, Marcus, Ben. Again, Street I understand fight. that you guys are huge fans of the podcast. Street right. They're like they're fight. like the Kanye West of the of the podcast world. Yeah, we hear they're very Trumpy. I like their work. Trumpy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the word on the street. That's the word on the podcast yes. streets. The, the park where you wear no shirts, that's the word around that park. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Very Kanye-esque, those guys. Come to the park where shirts aren't <laughs> worn. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Demon. <laughs> I have speechlessness <laughs> at the moment. Demon. Back to Demon. So... I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I think a good talking point, given what we just segued out of, and given that it's a large possibility that we'll edit out the last five minutes of our discussion. Yeah, it's always possible. Um, There's a good chance that whatever you're listening to, you just missed the last five or ten minutes of whatever that possible. was. Mm. There, that's happened many times yeah. because one of us will say something stupid, we'll go on a tangent. Anyway, um, there's a chance bits. I'm say, we're saying Tom Cruise right now, and you have no idea why. Why we just said Tom Cruise? Well, I'm just kidding. That's going to be in this. You know why. Scary bits. Scary bits. Um, well, a moment ago, we were talking about the fact that there really aren't a lot of scary bits. Yeah. And I think that that actually brings up a good point. Um, I mean, this is an elementary question, but we've kind of brought it up in every episode, and I think it's worth bringing it up here. Why is this a horror movie? Mm-hmm. And my response is that I think it's, a, I think it's, I think it's definitely a horror movie because it's, it's very much a unique take on a, on a possession film. Mm-hmm. But that's see, but it's not scary. It doesn't engage in the typical tropes of possession that's, film, right? I still find it unnerving. But I see. I thought that it did take. I did. I felt like it did participate in many, not all of, but yeah, many of sure. the traditional tropes. But they just took their own. They took their own spin on them, and I thought I really appreciated that. I re- really, of all things, I appreciated the most. The priest was like. Fuck oh, this yeah. place. I love that. I'm going home. You know, he's just <laughs> Yeah, we out. didn't like, get an yeah, exorcism. I can't, he's right. like, there's no way this the, is the, the, the one, quote, answer to this whole situation just fucking bails. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like, the one guy who's supposed to have an answer to all of this just bails. And uh, like he hardly talks, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't have a lot of lines. No, he just has a lot of good reactions. And I, and I can't help but wonder, it's like, like you know, the more we talk about it, I was like, wow, maybe this director or or whoever was involved in writing this had a lot to say that like you know even like the Polish community couldn't couldn't come even back to religion to to yeah. you know they couldn't rely on religion to like you know resolve oh that's yeah. feelings. that'd be that'd that's be too clean of a answer you know it's good stuff well and i mean i don't know i mean the from the moment that priest is in there well back to the scariness fuck the priest well, yeah um there are I felt like there were a lot of moments that, while the movie wasn't necessarily, it didn't have, like, that traditional, like, 
oh fuck, like in Terrified, which produced those wonderful sound bites yeah. of us screaming. Yeah. This whole movie, I felt a a uh, an immense sense of dread. Yeah. The whole movie, mm-hmm. it created, it did a brilliant job of creating dread. Um, and it did that in by I think a the use of camera work like the what you were talking about are, what you call them match takes match cuts match you know, cuts you know yeah yeah lack of them yes I felt like that that the use of that was very 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 um um successful the uh, the score I thought was brilliant especially how um moments where these incredible juxtapositions between very happy scenes like when they're driving away from the wedding. And Peter and and uh, uh, Zanetta Zanetta are hanging out of the car and clearly very joyful, mm. and they have this very like shrill string music happening. Right, I thought that was just so intense. And that moment, I remember feeling like this is you know very uncomfortable. Um, I thought the moment in, in the uh, the beginning of the movie where you saw the woman that was in the in the river that was crying thought that mm-hmm. actually was kind of un- unsettling and unnerving. That's a good word. I feel like the whole movie was very unnerving. Very unnerving. I think. so, Yeah, too. It, it 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 sets out to create a tone of of kind of like mild unsettlingness, if that's a word. It, and unsettlingness. It, and, uh, I I don't. I, I, that's the reasonable. Word, the word. I can't, the word's not coming to me right now, but it's like uh, he goes there and doesn't want to do too much horror stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel I really feel like he even he even felt like it would detract from the message that he was trying to convey. That going maybe too gory, yeah, I or think so too, too scary would have. Would have distracted it would cheapen, the whole. It would cheapen right, the whole thing. It right. would have made simple this really difficult idea of a country and a culture dealing with profound wounds spiritually, emotionally mm-hmm. in your past. I think so too. And I didn't know really much about this movie. I just knew I didn't at all. I knew right. I, I, I knew Polish Jewish Dybbuk film, and I, was and like, I didn't even know it. that. I just knew that it was called Demon, uh-huh. and it was a Polish film, and that the cover had a dude with his shirt off, <laughs> yeah. and he was just sort of like yeah. doing see, this, like he was doing the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even <clears throat> I didn't even see the the marketing material for it. I was ready for dude in red paint with horns on, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I was yeah. ready for some kind of like Rob Zombie little like let's yeah. fucking go for it called Demon. Yeah, foreign movie called Demon. Like they're they're gonna go for it. No, like, very much not that. But this was so subtle and so artistic that I was kind of like caught off guard, and maybe that's why yeah. it was hard to follow at the beginning. Some because yeah. right, because I was expecting it to, you know, the for the pedal to go to the floor at some point, but it kind of never did. But I kind of appreciate now that it didn't. Yeah, that would it would have cheapened it. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it would. We really might have. We might have been might. In the moment, have been like, "Oh shit!" Like, get the terrified moments, you know. But mm-hmm. at the end, right. been like, "Wait, but why does it change gears?" And it, like that, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't switch gears drastically. Right. Mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of moments that are. I'm still a little bit kind of scratching my head a little bit about. For instance, like all the children. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, are. Were there ghosts? So that's the thing. <laughs> like, there were these questions of the. Que- there were a, a, a several characters in the film where I'm like, "Were you a ghost?" Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I think that's, I think that was on purpose, mm-hmm. but 
you know, I mean, I'm gonna, in, I'm inclined to say that the children are ghosts because when the one so child too. hands the medicine yeah. from under the bed to the doctor, right? That yeah. Uh huh. And meanwhile, you know, that doctor just kind of like, and I remember, I remember looking at him and go, "Oh, he knows. Like that, someone's yeah. not right." Yeah. And he doesn't really say anything, but then he clearly goes insane. Yeah. By the end of the movie, mm-hmm. which I'm still a little bit. This is one of those movies where I feel like you, it really deserves some sequent viewings to... Mm, yeah, try and parse together what happens. Yeah, like things like that. But then again, I also wonder if the whole... I might even find myself more fucking confused. I don't, I, that is interesting about the kids. I, I don't think there are any kids in the movie shown with other characters that are not Peter. Really. I mean... No, there were just... There were the scenes... There aren't kids with, in the wedding. Ever, I, I don't remember any dancing yeah. around inside the barn. Yeah, but you know, it there, could be it could be one of those things where that's just like cultural norm of sure. like kids just get run to run them up yeah. during during these family events. But they're always in the so house where they, they have are like the markings in the, the height. Yeah. Oh, they are always. Oh, and and the 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 vial when he gets. Yeah. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I was just talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, motherfucker. And he finds them, Peter finds them there early when that, an honest scare moment when he reaches under the bed and we can't tell what he's reaching for and mm-hmm. it's a child. But then it kind turns to a jump scare in the movie. Kind of the only kind jump of. scare in the movie. <laughs> but then it turns like really quickly into like a silly fun beat. Right. Uh-huh. right. But no one else is acknowledging these kids. Right. Right. It was, it's a very interesting use of that. I actually, now that you say that, I think the scariest part of the movie was, um, uh, when he finds what we now know is Hannah outside in the beginning of the movie, it's stuck in the sinkhole. But when he, when it flashes to Hannah's oh, yeah. back, yeah, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That made me very unsettled. Mm-hmm. That was probably the biggest horror moment of maybe the biggest horror moment of the movie is when he, it, it flashes to the back of the ghost girl, Hannah, and then flashes to him drowning in the mud pool. Mm-hmm. Like that's the most horrific yeah. thing. Probably. I think so. I think so. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, it, it's just, it, I think one of you guys used the word unpack. It's it's a lot. The whole movie's a lot to unpack. Yeah. I think it's something definitely something that I'd suggest to anybody that wants to sit down and like have a heady experience. Totally. And watch it with other people. I wouldn't have got a lot of this shit if I didn't watch it with you guys and, and we didn't talk yeah. about it. We didn't it talk about it for two and a half hours. Yeah. You know, <laughs> an hour and a half or whatever it is. And it's I really kind of fucking brilliant. I think. Yeah, now the more that we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, it's actually a really fucking brilliant movie. I think we started this by going what a mess. Now, <laughs> like, yeah, now what, like, yeah, what a puzzle. Yeah. Right. Now all those by the way, one of the weird things about this movie is that there are about 17 title cards oh, or, yeah. at the <laughs> beginning of this money movie from everywhere. Uh I guess mostly uh Polish funding or Polish yeah. studios. Uh and then some film grants. Maybe, yeah, film film anythings. The, apparently, this movie got funded from a bunch of people. Which, yeah. incidentally, when there were all those t- when there were all those title cards, I expected like, all right, there's gonna be some like crazy shit that happens. Yeah, this movie. because I, the last movie I saw that had that many, I don't, I, are those title? There's not title cards. No, no but, but production production, production yeah. cards, cards. I guess yeah. right. production credit. What do you cards call those, Curtis? I don't know. In the film world, I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. And what are we gonna I, call them going forward on this show? I would say production credit cards. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Just looking for something funnier, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Dry. But, but, but they... Moving on. Culture expert. Cash cards. Mo- no. Cash but, cards. Like, this is where you got your money. But, 
I mean, for the listener, this would be like the equivalent of seeing like 20th Century Fox at the beginning. Yeah, you see 20th movie. Century Fox, you see Overbrook Entertainment, you right. see TSG, you, you know, you're, Bad Robot. You see all Those of guys. it just, just pop and, up. and normally you see one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the beginning, this movie had close to 15. At least 10. Yeah, at, at least 10. 10. At least 10. At least 10. Um, good but, for this movie. But, they, but that, to me, that like that told me one of two things. Either this movie is horrifically bad because they couldn't get money, or these people super believed in the story that they had to tell and did everything they fucking good to get this could to get this movie funded. Yep, and and, uh, and I think it's the latter. Yeah, and initially I thought that too. Just seeing that when you when you see, especially government slash just like country film grants given mm-hmm. you're like yeah. oh this country thinks this is important mm-hmm. so i'm like I, I don't think we're gonna get a, a schlocky was there one of those yeah the there city was a few. The, uh krakow is the capital oh there was one that said crack i didn't yeah see so it was like krakow film institute there, yeah. or something oh like that. okay yeah. yeah there were a couple couple like country based mm-hmm. grants right that were shown i was like all right interesting Excuse okay i mean it was clearly a very cultural mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. And you know, listeners, obviously the three of us know a whole lot about Polish culture. Shipshay mm-hmm. means faster, mm-hmm. and I noted that in the film. Right, and I married someone of Polish descent. Yes. Oh, I, I knew I knew Nazdrowia going into it. That's Russian. No, Nazdrowia. That's Polish. I know What's nothing of Polish. Cheers, Nazdrowia. Yeah. Huh? What's yeah. it mean? What's 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 cheers in Russian? Prost. A uh, prost. Prost. Yeah. No, that's German, right? No. Wait, yes. Yeah. Let me go to my cultural expert database <laughs> that I've stored in my phone, which Ooh, is Brian completely DB offline. Has Brian DB has the culture, it's completely too. completely offline and has nothing to do with the internet. Uh, <laughs> Prost uh. is German. Uh, let's see what, let's see, let me go through my memory and see what Cheers in Russian is. I think it is... Ipa. Ipa? Wow, we were... Ur, no, ura. Ura? Ura, yes. I've never it's heard that, ever. spelled by Ipa. Let's see what I have recorded in I here. don't know how I got, how I went... What? Yeah, that's Excuse what I me? have recorded. I, I recorded a, a Russian woman saying cheers, okay. and I kept it on my phone. <laughs> this is my during my travels in, in <laughs> Moscow, and this is what she said. Ura. Oh. Yeah, very, see, yeah. yeah, it's going to sound a lot like what Google Translate says, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but this was the actual the same girl that I met okay. because, you know, wow. I meet a lot of interesting people yeah. in my travels. And girls. And girls, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 told, what was her name? Uh, uh, Gigel. <laughs> Gigel? Mm-hmm. You could have just said Svetlana. That would have been easier. Yeah. No. Was but that her Gigelle. name? No, no, but it was, it was <laughs> Gigel. Yeah, it, it was actually Svetlana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking, of, thinking back, yeah, it was not uh, what yeah. Gigel. Well, yeah, Gigel. Dear, dear listeners, we know that you appreciate our, our cultural expertise, mm-hmm. our, uh, our, our knowledge. If you will. Are Most importantly, our sensitivity to all of it, because Most I just really feel like we we approach it in ballet slippers, and and uh, with the most delicate touch. We do, as if painting Fabergé eggs. Are we ready to throw some 
random ass shit at this movie quantifying its success? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna. It's gonna take me a second to think about some random ass shit. I can go. I have one. Go. Yes, do it. I give Demon of 2015 and or maybe 2017. <laughs> <laughs> um, 630 bottles of vodka. <laughs> because they did go through at least that mm-hmm. and requested even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I give it that because this movie wants to depict a culture that needs to have a good time and tries to ignore its past to devastating result. And I think it's very successful in one being an unnerving experience and treating its cultural past with resonance and responsibility and i really dug it mm-hmm. i enjoyed watching it mm-hmm. and I, I dig it even more talking about it all the vodka all the vodka i give this movie uh five glistening range rovers oh. <laughs> <laughs> um for 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 most of the reasons that curtis mentioned of uh I think it did a, a great job of, of of using a very unique way of telling the rest of the world about a culture that we wouldn't have we wouldn't have known about. Uh, Wait, but you already knew about it. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that in Poland that they feel this way because clearly from this movie, this this. The director and the guys telling the story clearly feel this way sure. about what's going on in Poland. Sure, um, and uh, and I hope they get more Range Rovers, and I hope and I hope more success comes to Poland, and I hope I hope that all their celebration uh, uh, helps them ease their past and they go into a flourishing country. Hmm. I love that beautiful. Yeah, it was eloquent. Thank you. And Curtis, you were very poignant in your descriptions. Mm-hmm. What are you about to be? Um, I give it one horny softcore porn scene <laughs> with grandpa potential Nazi watching from a picture, mm-hmm. uh, which to me is the equivalent of a uh, three out of five. Three out um, of five. I think that it is a, uh, I think that it is a beautifully made film. Um, I think that it is incredibly heady. Uh, I think that it is um, was one of the most unique depictions of a possession story that I've ever seen. Um, I'm not sure that I'd put this in the categories of uh, A, magnificent, um, B, you know, something that I'm going to go out and say to everybody that I talk to, like, mm-hmm. you know, when they say, what's the, mo- what's the best horror movie you've watched recently? No, yeah. or, Give me a few that you've watched recently that you think I should watch. This is one of those ones where I'm going to be very selective on who I suggest it to because I think this one appeals to a very specific kind of horror fan mm-hmm. and kind of film fan. I don't think this yeah, is and probably kind of... a lot of non-horror fans. Right, yeah. right. I don't think this is the kind of movie where um... the th- the thing is though. I feel very fortunate having stumbled on this movie. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, like yes. But I think, but I think also like you know because all of us are obviously really sophisticated. Um, oh, clearly. Clearly very sophisticated, especially our culture expert. Absolutely. That's um, what I've been spending my whole life doing. Right. 
you know, the fact that it, you know, something like this, I think, is really. Uh, I, I feel so very fortunate to have watched this. I'm really glad that the coin landed on heads. Dear listeners, we flipped a coin to decide we were yeah, watching Yeah, fate tonight. wanted us to watch this movie. Yeah. I don't know um, why. Uh, I thought that it was uh, poignant, beautiful, um, really interesting, really engaging. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't really have, I don't think I really have anything bad to say about it. I just don't think that I could say that it was a, you know, one of those movies that I, I'm going to say was, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure how much I'll remember it in a year. Hmm, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I, I think this is actually a movie that's going to stick with me for a good long while. Yeah. I, I, uh. I I appreciated. I, I had a point to say. <laughs> I totally it totally just left me. It's okay. Uh, it's ep- about Python. It's, epile- it's epilepsy. That's it happening. Is the epilepsy right. thing. Right. Right. Because he's oh, bro- oh, he's broken. That, that the that the uh, that the only criticism I have of it is that all these things that we talked about not apparent. As you're going through it, which is, I think, why you know? I, which, so you feel kind of lost, you feel kind of disjointed. Like, what am I supposed to be paying attention to? And it, it maybe it's because of conditioning from watching previous horror movies, right? And that's why it's perhaps a struggle a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, besides, I mean, besides that, like, if, like it, it is definitely to me, it's one of those movies that I wish I had been prepped just a little bit on because I again. Only thing I knew about it was the name. Right, right, right. So, well, yeah, that sounds like this movie was a success. Dear listeners, I mm-hmm. think that we call this Shudcast approved. Shudcast approved. Shudcast approved. Yep. Some Hungarian understudies destroyed. Right, <laughs> and dear <laughs> listeners, I might suggest that if you, if you, for whatever that reason, was epilepsy, <laughs> <laughs> that's what just happened. If you watched, if you ended up listening to this whole episode without watching the movie, and you're about to go watch the movie, the good thing is that we just did a lot for you. Yeah, maybe it's a good experience having listened to this first. Mm-hmm. But so. that said, you know, if you guys watched this and you guys think that, you know. You guys are out of your fucking minds if you think that this has anything to do with Nazis or, mm-hmm. you know... Um, Probably something that we should have mentioned before was that I clocked that this was based off of a play... Oh, yeah. yeah. ...called Clinging. Yes. And... Uh, Wait, what? Yes. In the in the credits, I think, before... Yeah. And I can see this as after, a stage play. This is clearly a stage yeah, play. Yeah, that it's, that it's yeah. based off a stage called Clinging, and that was an aspect of oh. the Dybbuk. Yeah. Which is that that right. spirit right, right, clings right, 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 to right. a body. That's what Dybbuk's do. I think that's, yeah. that's interesting. I didn't, I, don't, I didn't catch that. I'd be done if this yeah. is a stage play. That'd be um, fun. Yeah. But, dear listeners, you know, if you, if you guys watch this and you think that, you know, these three are, you know, a bunch of fucking uncultured morons, first of all, fuck you. Yeah, you better not. Because but, I'm here. I mean, you, you know where to find us to fight. And that's the shirtless <laughs> park. But please do comment with your thoughts. Comment with your thoughts. Or send us an email to shudcast at lastpodcastandlife.com. At, okay. <laughs> send us send us your thoughts. We'd 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 like to know. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you can Google us. You can find us. Yeah. We live in L.A., right. Venture and Lowell Canyon. We're here. Just come mm-hmm. up and shout your fucking opinions mm-hmm. at us. Right, right, right. Yell in our faces. Mm-hmm. Right. Is, 
Wait, well, this is on Seago. We live on Otsego Street, right? Yeah. Right. So right off Laurel Canyon? Yeah. Right, right, right. Laurel and Otsego. Right. And it's kind of at that corner. Ben Avenue. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Is where That's it exactly is. where we live. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh, but he doesn't even live there anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Farmer. We're so sorry. Uh now you're giving names. <laughs> not giving first We've names. We've given out credit card numbers, <laughs> fucking mom's maiden names, oh my God, addresses. So <laughs> We're making this as juicy as possible. Wait, hold on. Wait. Well, dear listeners, that's it. Until next time, <laughs> we love you. Happy horror watching. Nazdrovia. Prost. 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 Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.